Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So if you have noticed that the price of crypto is going all over the place right now, and I assume you are at least watching it to see exactly uh, what your NFTs are worth or if you're interested in buying some new ones, what the exchange rates are to get into, uh, whether it's ETH, which is uh, currently just bouncing around 3000 um, definitely down from its highs, and uh, even WAX, Sol, Binance, Avalanche, crypto in general. Any coin uh, related to NFTs is what really I pay attention to. Uh, they're all down anywhere between 10% and 20%. And with with the you know few uh, exceptions uh, to the rule here and there, but generally speaking, um, everything is pretty much down. And a lot of people are just really stressed out and trying to figure out, well, what exactly does this mean? They should have never gotten to all of this thing. I'll break down what exactly it does mean for uh, different uh, stakeholders in the NFT community as far as the creators and the buyers or collectors, if you will. But uh, definitely, I would say people that are just holders, people that are just sitting on their, their crypto, sitting on their um, NFTs and have no intentions of really um, selling or dumping or going anywhere. And they're just ready to ride out the storm, you know, go with the dip going down and then, of course, to the moon, riding it back up. Well, those people really are are not affected whatsoever at all. The people that do have uh, an effect are the people that have uh, different goals and motivations than that. And starting with the NFT creators, is this bad news or good news for the NFT creator? Well, it really depends on, again, what your goals are, your short-term goals, your long-term goals. It is pretty much bad news if you are someone that were depending on converting your uh, Ethereum or whatever uh, crypto it is that you are selling these NFTs on into cash immediately in order to pay your bills or maybe uh, work with different uh, developers or whoever it is that you are working for, whether it be your per uh, personal bills or the actual bills of the project itself, well, it is bad news definitely for them. Or in the case of uh, some of these projects that are associated with DAOs that are going to give to charities and what have you, well, if the goal was to uh, pull that out and it's not um, donating the crypto directly and the goal was actually to uh, convert that into uh, US dollars or whatever currency it is locally, well, then it is bad news for those people if, let's say, they had a, a deadline of, say, this week that they promised that they would uh, donate to whatever charity at the DAOs or the NFT holder or whatever it was held. Well, that's really not good news if you're converting in this market while prices are down. However, it is very good news for anyone that really uh, is in the uh, market as a creator that can afford to hold the crypto and can afford to uh, basically finance everything outside using cash and uh, traditional um, financing methods and hold on to converting and selling off that crypto that whether it is that they got it for a sale or it was the second or the, the minting uh, revenues or the secondary prices, whatever it is, or whatever they're supposed to donate, if there's any any way that they can give that money cash and depending what the arrangement was as far as with DAOs and charities and what have you uh, if that's the case well then absolutely it's it's well th there's no other way around it you're going to have to take a loss with it because if you promised it it's going to be on the blockchain the amount that's being sent all that stuff is very visible it's trackable so 
There's nothing you can really do about that. But anyone that is uh, just doing this, and we're talking about the creators that has their own personal bills to pay, and it's not necessarily some kind of contractual obligation saying that at this date, I was going to sell off the crypto in order to do uh, whatever the arrangement was. Well, those people, if they can afford to use their traditional credit or use their uh, traditional cash reserves or whatever it is, or maybe they have a day job or secondary streams of income or thirds and fourths, well, those people, their best bet is to definitely hold just because uh, you don't want to convert and sell off in a down market because you're going to get less cash as a result of that. So what about for NFT buyers? And of course, I'm going to go with the bad news first. It is bad news in the same exact regards. If you were someone that was really in this thing trying to flip and you absolutely were playing with house money, and let's say at the end of the month or the 15th or whatever it is, a specific date that you needed to be out, you need to sell your NFT and get into cash, or you needed to uh, convert your crypto out and come out of the markets and you needed to uh, use that cash to uh, pay your bills, well, then, yeah, it is absolutely bad news for that person. However, really, that is a risky business in itself, and someone should not be in the space with their house money, the, the, the money that they can afford to lose, or not just in NFTs, but in crypto or in any investment for that matter. Everyone should go into an investment knowing very well that they can lose money. The intention and the goal is to actually always make money, but the possibility of losing money is always a, a scenario, and there's really no safe investment, even if you are putting your money into the bank and they're promising you a certain rate of return, very low, like say a CD or a money market account or something, well, then inflation is the risk on that because the whatever they're giving you will never outpace inflation and something crazy might happen like say a pandemic when they start printing out money like crazy, all the governments around the world and inflation is going rampant. Well, that could not be calculated. So even storing money in a bank is definitely a risk. Some people might say uh, real estate or gold or just anything, but definitely some crazy disasters can absolutely happen that causes even that to be affected. For example, let's say uh, back in the day when uh, the Chernobyl um, nuclear plant had their meltdown. Let's say you were someone who was storing your wealth, trying to hedge against inflation and everything in real estate. Well, then here comes this massive meltdown. And well, what are you going to do? Even that land can go down. That might not be the best example because uh, Chernobyl actually happened in the Ukraine at the time it was uh, SSR and it was uh, not private land. But really, just think of any natural disaster or, or even uh, a pig farm coming into the neighborhood or anything can affect the price of land. Gold even, well, when people are absolutely starving, all that gold reserves is not going to uh, matter. Someone will give up a uh, an entire uh, truck of gold in order to uh, feed their family. They know that this is it. I have to give up this gold in order to live? Well, they'll do it. So really anything can happen. Those are very extreme examples, but definitely, you know, with this whole thing, when you're investing and trying to uh, work with money, really you're trying to play the odds. And just as when you're looking at the NFTs and you're looking at the rarities, seeing what's in demand, and you're trying to calculate, okay, well, this is the one that I want to go into because I think it gives me the best odds of uh, getting out either profitable or paying for the ones that I want to keep. Let's say you go in and you get five NFTs and you're going to sell off, say, four of them because you really want to keep one and you're going to use that uh, income reserves to pay for the rest. Well, even that, you're using a calculated risk and you have no idea if that project is going to go to zero or if you can really do that, but you're just playing the odds, basically. So 
Now for the good news. Who is this absolutely good news for? Well, it's for the buyers that are just buying the NFTs and sitting on it. They didn't necessarily have a short-term goal or a plan to uh, move off of this really quickly or whatever it is. And even if you are someone who is in the case of you are uh, actively buying NFTs in this market, well, it could be a very good time because with everything going down, there's going to be a lot of panic. People are trying to just get out as quick as possible because they're saying, okay, well, crypto is really going down and I do not want to be stuck in this for you know the end of the month or for another two weeks, whatever it might be, because now I'm in panic mode knowing that the bills or the payroll or whatever it is, I need to meet some contractual obligations. I can't sit here and and, and watch crypto go down knowing that within two weeks, it could be 10% lower and I need that cash to pull out. It's better I pull out now. So those people that are in that buying position and they're in that while everyone has a fear, uncertainty, and doubt in this quote-unquote fuddy market, if you will, FUD is going around and people are trying to dump and unload, well, it is great for those people because you're going to find deals. And even when Warren Buffett, he's uh, investing, you know, the, probably uh, the quote-unquote uh, the greatest investor of all time, the Oracle of Omaha, and if you don't know who Warren Buffett is... Um, well, just Google him. He's by far like one of the most famous, wealthiest uh, investors ever in history. So he always says when there is panic and everyone is selling, well, that is a time to buy. But you're going to find the best deals as long as it is a solid thing. So anyone that had no intentions of uh, again, just getting that quick cash grab and let's say you got in at the peak and then everything started to go down. Well, yeah, then it's bad news. But everyone else, for the most part, it is good news. And if you're someone who is just collecting and you have no intentions to really sell, um, you know, you just just like a hobby or, you know, collecting art or whatever it is, no one's buying Picasso's thinking, well, I'm going to sell this off at the end of the month, right? Someone who has that kind of wealth, that sort of mentality that, okay, I just really like this and I want it for myself. It really makes no difference. And the whole thing with uh, volatility, that's why this is such a risk. Volatility is just a word that if you're not familiar with it, uh, whether it be the stock markets or any kind of asset itself, that the price of it, what it is worth goes up and down, up and down. And in whatever currency, you know, when you convert it out, it's let's say Bitcoin, one minute could be 69,000, then it's 41,000, or it could be 25,000 or, you know, anything. It can go up and down in, in very uh, short periods of time, unlike a, let's say, a hard asset such as gold or if you have it in uh, uh, treasury bonds or whatever it is, something like that, it's not going to swing that much from a day-to-day -day basis or a minute-to-minute -minute basis or even uh, what we're seeing what happened really over the last week. But generally speaking, the more volatility something has, there's more risk in the short term. And the whole thing when you're, uh, it's, it's like a big difference between an investor and a trader, even in the stock market or in, in currencies, you know, like actual foreign currency pairs, like trading from the euro to the yen or to the US dollar, whatever it is, those people that are actively trading or actively flipping, really, it doesn't matter what the asset is, NFTs or any of these, it's really the same thing. Volatility has a larger impact on those people than the people that are investors that are in it for the long term. Because as the market goes up and down, people that are investors are in it. You know, let's say you buy Coca Cola stock or uh, you buy uh, whatever it is, Microsoft or any stock or any kind of asset that you're thinking, okay, this is like the type of thing that I'm going to keep for 20, 30 years. And well, you know, 
what happens this week or the last month, eh, sure, it sucks to see that your portfolio goes up and down, but at the end of the day, you know, well, you know, this is for my retirement, and it's like a huge thing. Uh, just say, uh, and the longer term uh, that you have, the, 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 the longer horizon, how much more runway for the ups and downs and to deal with all that, the more safe you are in the sense that, for example, if the uh, a millennial has a uh, retirement account, what let's say stocks or uh, whatever it is, well, they can ride the storms up and down, uh, recessions and um, booms and all those different things, and it doesn't affect them because they still have another, let's say, up to 40 years, depending on which uh, millennial you are. I like to say I'm an Oregon Trail millennial because, you know, I'm the, the front end of the millennials, if you will. Millennials goes down to a even younger demographic than myself. And they have a much longer time to even uh, retire than myself. Now, a baby boomer, a lot of those are already retiring, but there's some of them still in the workforce and what have you. And they are much more uh, exposed to the volatility going up and down, up and down, because they are so much more closer to pulling out their money and actually needing that in cash. So that is why uh, financial advisors, which I am not... Well, say the older you get or the closer to retirement you are or how uh, in need you are of having that cash, well, get into less risky investments. So someone that needs to pay their rent or whatever it is at the end of the month, uh, getting into crypto and using that money and trying to flip it is probably not the no, that is definitely not the smartest idea. Not probably. I'm telling you, it is not a good idea. Any real financial advisor or any uh, one with uh, just a calculator can tell you, well, playing the odds is not really good in that chance. It's like saying, uh, I have my uh, tuition due in 60 days, but I'm still short. So what am I going to do? Everything I have, I'm going to the, go to the casino and put it on red on you know a game of roulette. Now, that could work out. However, if you are wrong, Wrong, well, then that is just terrible. So how are you going to make that up now in such a short period of time? And a lot of times, a lot of these investors, flippers, traders, whatever it is, that is how they are sort of playing with this money in a, in a lot of senses. And I'm not saying that calculated risk is necessary because, as I said, really, there's a risk in everything. But the madness that we're actually seeing in the markets right now really only matters to that person that absolutely needs it right now. They put their uh, chips on red and well, here comes black and rent is due. Well, that is sort of the situation that we're in. But pretty much everyone else, we're in pretty good shape. And even I'll add a little bonus uh, how this uh, a down market is actually good for someone. In particular, the NFT creator. If the uh, creator itself has the cash reserves to actually um, finance their operation, whether it be uh, paying partners or uh, contractors or whatever it might be, you might need to hire a coder or a designer or an artist or something like that community manager or something, you know, in, in that regards, if you have the cash reserves to be able to float that, having sales and all this action in a down market is actually pretty good because let's say uh, the people that are selling these NFTs are have a dollar value in mind. Well, when they list them on the markets or whatever it is, they're actually going to receive more crypto for that while the markets are down. So just think of it this way. I'm just going to use very simple numbers here. Let's say you have an NFT that you wanted to sell for $4,000. You have that dollar that dollar amount in mind. Well, if 4,000 is the rate for ETH, 
you know that NFT is going to sell for one ETH because one ETH, $4,000. Well, therefore, if I know I want to make $4,000 when I sell this NFT, or I should say collect $4,000, I want the sale to be $4,000, then it is going to be a one ETH sale at $4,000. However, if ETH is down to 3000 and I still say I want this sale to be for $4,000, well, that person is going to have to lift it for 1.33 ETH. So it's a 33% increase in the amount of ETH that they want to get their $4,000. So how does that benefit someone who is uh, selling it, whether it be the creator or the holder? Well, they're getting more ETH for something that they really wanted the 4000 for. So now if they don't need that cash like right away and they can sit on it, okay, now instead of getting one ETH, I got 1.33 ETH. So if it goes back up to $4,000, that 1.33 ETH is actually going to be worth $5,333. So again, the person who is not selling and desperately needing this money right away and can afford to keep it in ETH or whatever currency it is, if you're calculating everything on a dollar basis, collecting more crypto in a down market works out for you in the long run. And that's really as deep as I'm going to get as far as uh, the math and the uh, finance and the percentages and all that, because really, this is not a math show. You didn't come here for math, right? So I just want to say there is downsides and there are upsides to uh, a market that we're going through right now, but it is not all bad news. And really, it depends if uh, you are someone that was playing with house money, which was a silly move to begin with. Well, then, yes, this is bad news. But pretty much for everyone else that's involved, all the stakeholders that uh, don't need the market to constantly go up then we're all right. And that's sort of like what you'll see in uh, stocks. Someone who takes out a loan on a stock price. Well, once the stock price starts to fall, well, then the bank is going to call that loan in saying, well, this asset that you put up is not valued at what it is now. Or in, in the case of uh, margins, a brokerage might have or an exchange might have a, a margin call to say, OK, the value is going down so much now that what you borrowed is 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 becoming risky for us. So we're going to do a margin call and basically make you sell off those assets so that way we can get our cash. And in that case, again, it's the same thing. Someone who is playing uh, the game, calculating the, the risk. And unfortunately, uh, they so. That is as far as I'm going to go with this. So hopefully you found that interesting. And if you're someone who was not playing with house money, that that calms your nerves a little bit. And uh, really, it is what it is. And someone who has been in this space for a long time with, uh, you know, uh, crypto from a very long time, is just used to these cycles and what have you. But I know a lot of people that are coming in with the NFTs aren't really used to this. And it could be very just nerve wracking. And I even think of back to when I was in high school, I used to work at a doctor's office. I used to do files. And there was this one doctor who was actually a very young doctor anyways, but he would always uh, check the stock prices like between patients. And and, you know, if his portfolio was up, he was in a great mood. If it was down and he was in a bad mood. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, how could this guy live like this? You know what I mean? He was like in his, mm, I would say mid to early, early to mid 40s. And OK, let's say this was his retirement account that. 5% or 3%, not even that, because stocks really uh, moving that much in a day is, is pretty unheard of. Uh, that's a crypto thing. So I'm talking about, let's say, a 
quarter percent, you know, um, his, his his stock portfolio might be down for the day. And sure, on paper, it's like, oh, man, I just lost $10,000. But did you really, Doc? I mean, did you really? <laughs> you really didn't. So uh, even in those cases, like someone who's watching their account and their numbers, um, it could be tricky. And I, I would say definitely, if you don't need that money, just stop looking at it. If it's something that is giving you stress, um, you know, just seeing numbers in red on a screen is not going to change the fact that your bills and your needs are met and you have a cool NFT in your wallet that you absolutely love. And if you can weather the storm and just wait it out, maybe you had no intentions of even selling it. Well, seeing red numbers on a screen uh, doesn't help you at all. So anyways, stay calm. Don't make any crazy decisions. And as usual, I will see you in the next one. So later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.